Hello, everybody. Welcome to the first episode of our brand new show. Brand spanking new. Spank that ass. Smack that ass. In honor <laughs> of But Am I Wrong? My name is Megan. You might know me as a person on the internet. Maybe you are into watching teen zombie shows on Hulu, or you listen to our other show, which is Don't Blame Me, an advice podcast. And I am joined by the one, the only, the co-host. If you could see what she looks like right now, the outfit is fire. I'm feeling myself today. As you should. You like look like textbook defined legend icon. Like you look like you would have a music video. I was standing in front of the mirror today and I was like, I want big hair. So I got big hair. I, if You can't see me, but I have a huge fur right now. And then I was like, I got to have a good outfit to go with this. It's so good. Like you need to come up with like a Halloween costume where you're just like, what are you for Halloween? I'm hot. Like, yeah. This is what I am. This is me. I'm hot. Welcome. So who are you? I need an alter eagle. Oh, uh, I mean, I guess I haven't introduced my actual yeah, self. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I am Melissa D. Mons. I'm a producer of a lot of a lot of things. You might have heard my, my voice randomly on other podcasts, but mainly on our podcast, Don't Blame Me. And I enjoy long walks on the beach. Do you really? Yeah, I actually oh, okay. do. That's nice. Yeah. You know, some time in the mountains. Mm. Probably going to go in December. The mountains of Arkansas? Are there mountains in Arkansas? Yeah. You were literally in a mountain when you went to it Arkansas. It was mountainous. <laughs> there were mountains. You are yes. correct. I did see some. It was a nice scenery. Yeah. I guess we should break down what this show is. This is, but am I wrong? And we, if you know anything about us or you know nothing about us, this is us telling you, we love to talk we love just to talk. I mean, like, we love to talk shit. And this is... Respectfully. This is, like, the ethical, respectful talking of shit and the consensual talking of shit. So, you know, sometimes we go through life and, like, for the long time, how many of us thought Monica Lewinsky, if we grew up as children, like, she was the butt of the joke. She was the villain. And you get older and you're like, oh, no, no, no. 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 She was the victim. She was the victim. Bill, you, you had sexual relations with that woman and you were in the wrong. I also don't think that Bill is like the villain here too. I think that they both had consensual sex and then they did. That's the power but dynamic. she went after him. I think that like in the situation between them two, he was in the wrong. But then I think who really like, I, I think who really did her the worst was the media and, and like Linda public cons- yeah and like public <laughs> consumption of yeah. like all of that and like sexism and all of that shit yeah but yeah so wow what a like look at that that was like a little a little taste, a little taste. of what's to come mm-hmm. so we decided to make this show because we i mean we've been wanting to make another podcast and we had kind of an aha moment at the one of the calls from our advice podcast, Don't Blame Me, where someone ended it with the words that, well, how about we say it one time in the first episode, and we're not going to say it again. <laughs> someone asked at the very end of their call, being like, am I the asshole? And we both looked at each other via Zoom, and we were like, that's it. Mm-hmm. That's what our next one is. And we are not associating ourselves with like the Reddit, am I the asshole kind of thing, just because we're not taking any of things from Reddit. We're doing everything via emails and submissions that you all send in and wanted to be like broader than that. And I also, there, 
it's it's a fun time, but there are podcasts that already do the Reddit kind of stuff. We don't want anyone to get confused. I saw it because yesterday we posted a thing on Instagram distinguishing the difference between both the podcasts. Did you see the responses? They're pretty funny. Uh, one said, so don't blame me as asking for permission. Well, but am I wrong as asking for forgiveness? Yes. <laughs> also, but am I wrong as for when you ignore Megan and Melissa's <laughs> advice and you done fucked up? <laughs> yes. Yes, 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 yes. But it's not just about the stories that you all send in. We are also going to be covering, you know, stuff in our own lives that kind of fall into this vein, pop culture, current events, you know, pop culture history, all of these things that are interesting. And we're going to post a survey with every episode coming out over on social. So make sure you follow us over on Instagram. Also in the show notes too. Oh, yes. Look at that. Quick, easy link. And you will be able to vote if you think who was right and who was wrong in the situation of everything we covered in the episode. Ta-da! So that's our spiel. This is, again, the first episode. So we're finding our ground and mm -hmm. our footing. We definitely recorded a pilot before and you are not going to hear it, but you all really missed out on me. I think I like went off on Jake Paul and mm -hmm, David Dobrik. Because it was right after Jake Paul had one of his fights. Yeah. And then it was after that stuff came out about David Dobrik. Yeah. Yeah. I went off on a soap opera tangent. Oh, you did. You did. You did. That is a fun fact about Melissa. <laughs> Loves a I soap. I love all the soap operas. What is like a soap opera fan called? Like a soapy? I don't think there's a really thing. no you don't have a fan wow that's disappointing i mean there's a lot of fandoms for all the different soaps and things together but like you don't have like a believer name no so i mean for the first segment but am i wrong this is when we'll tell each other stories about something that may have happened recently or in our own personal past or if you're me and you can't remember anything recently it can be something that you know you're stuck on yeah yeah and so for me as you know on Friday, I got my hair done and it looked really good that day. I was there for a number of hours. It was very relaxing. The hairdresser was very nice. She put a lot of product in there that I did not ask for. And I told her it was too much for my hair. And she was like, no, this is adding moisture. And I was like, okay, my hair is usually pretty soft. So I think I, I know. And then the next day I woke up, took my bonnet off. It looked like I had like grated cheese in my hair. It was like, looked like five pounds of dandruff. I sent Megan a picture. <laughs> the grated cheese is like a very accurate description. Yes. Yeah. And I was pissed. I'm still pissed about it. Why? Because she has not returned <gasps> any of my text messages. I've sent her a couple of text messages. I followed up today. I sent an email yesterday. Their policy is like, let them know within 48 hours. We're now within the outside of the 48 hours. And so I asked her, could I have a partial refund? Because I had to spend my Saturday, which made me, it was like a domino effect of me getting behind on a lot of things. I had to spend my Saturday getting all this gunk out of mm -hmm. my hair and redoing it when I paid for a haircut and a style. And it was a lot of money. And I gave her a 25% tip. So does she work at a salon she owns the salon oh fucking yeah also i perfectly crafted the text message like there's mm -hmm. nothing there's no i was very yeah. nice yeah yeah i asked megan i was like how's a nice way to say because i was pissed and if oh, i would have sent it straight it would have been oh, like yeah. hell to pay 
anyone who's like working in like personal service kind of related or whatever. And so much of it is reliant on like building new like clients and having like a book of people and like tips and all of that kind of stuff. It does everybody a disservice if Mm -hmm. you're not going to like be responsive to your own policy. (laughs) Exactly. So like my messages have been nice so far. I gave her some leeway because I sent it on Saturday and then, you know, Sunday they don't work and Mondays they don't work. Yeah. So I sent her another message today and it's like, am I wrong for asking for a partial refund? No, I'm white. I have like white girl hair. And like if I throw off my showering, like my like hair washing schedule, like I still have to allot the time for all of that. And it's like, oh, if I get something last minute or I have to do something. But like the idea that I will have selected a day that this is going to be that. And not only am I I'm not doing it, I'm paying someone else to do it. Okay, now now I have the rest of this time. My hair will be clean for this time. I don't need to do it till then. So like it completely ruins your whole schedule. Yes. You're not the villain at all. Thank you. But I'm livid. I might hulk out if I don't have a response by the end of today. That's when you go, um, okay, so let me let you all in an inside joke so I can make it here and we'll all understand if you haven't come over from our other podcast, I was gonna say Karen, Rachel is the new Karen. So mm-hmm. I was like, you got to Rachel out on her. And that is um, a callback to our other show. So if you want to listen, go check that out. But it's basically because we have one of our number one fans <laughs> is someone named Rachel who will not stop leaving reviews. She left. I believe it was her. Ooh. She left a review yesterday that said, I've never heard people that say like so many times they're so, un- so uneducated. One oh, yes. star. Big Rachel energy. But then... It was gone, so I believe either they deleted it or Apple deleted it. Oh, maybe Apple knows. Apple's like, Rachel, we're banning you we from We know this. that you are making new accounts. <laughs> Every fucking week? Oh, yeah, no. You have to, you can go full full Rachel on her. Yeah. That's so annoying. Yeah. Ugh. Well, I don't have anything that's happened in my life recently because I haven't done literally anything, but I... <laughs> This is kind of a callback to what I said earlier that made me think of it, the yucking yum. So I do want to get into this one. And it's the concept of letting people enjoy things. I believe that to an extent. I think there are some things that we should not let people enjoy. Like what? It mostly pertains to like Joe Rogan. Mm -hmm. No, you're not allowed to enjoy. Like I think that any time that like you're consuming any sort of like media or content or just like thing that is, it's not worse, but it's it's a different kind of bad when it's like a subtly problematic. And like, I always use like the metaphor of when you put a lobster in a pot of cold water and then you turn it up. And I think that the letting people enjoy things to a certain extent, I have been listening to a podcast that goes all into Rachel Hollis. And Yes, like as a concept, there are a lid for every pot or whatever. I don't think we know how to passively enjoy things. Like it becomes like this like fandom obsession sort of a thing. Uh And when it comes to content and that stuff, enjoying something, enjoying a Rachel Hollis thing. And then suddenly by the end of it, you've read five books and you're fat phobic. Right. That's the thing that I can't stand. And I just think, yes, we should let people enjoy Top 40, let people enjoy Olivia Rodrigo, let people enjoy being quote unquote basic. But if you have bad taste, arbitrarily bad taste, and it's problematic, I'm going to tell you. I like that. I don't what think was I'm the wrong. podcast that you were listening to? 
It's called Maintenance Phase. Okay. I was suggested to it by Matz's sister-in-law. Their original podcast is You're Wrong About. They did one on like the killer clown kind of craze from, mm. I think. What it, was that? Whatever it, came of that? Exactly. So they did a whole podcast episode and it started, I forget, it started like the 80s or the 90s or something like that. Uh-huh. It also happened again in like the the 2010s or something. Mm-hmm. You don't remember? It was like some people thought it was it might be it promo. Yeah. And so they, they like dive into all of that stuff. We listened to it a while ago, so I don't totally remember. But they also did one about like the the razor blades and Halloween candy conspiracy right. theory. They did one on. Did they do one on the satanic panic? Yes. They also did one on Vanessa Williams, which I was like, I guess like I've missed like she's been a very people have very like specific ideas of her or like things that she was like known for or something like that. And I was like, what? And so that got learned about her Princess Diana. And then they started maintenance phase, which is kind of the same thing, but about like diet culture fads and like wellness and stuff. And so Mm -hmm. they're doing one breaking down Rachel Hollis and it is very good promoting another podcast on our podcast. I mean, but I feel like it would be a podcast that our listeners would enjoy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I just think, you know, we should. But at the same time, I'm like, there are so many people like that, that people are going to eventually find. But as a personal vendetta, I will be publicly anti all of it. Love it. All right. So we're moving on to our next segment. And this is where people have written in so we have an email address. If you don't know, email us at butamirongpod at gmail.com and you can tell us the story. Uh, make it a paragraph, 250 words or less. Um, let us know your pronouns. It'd be also be helpful if you gave us like a little too long didn't read at the top, like a one sentence summary and then pick ones to read. So I've got one. So this one is about friendship and ghosting. It goes, now that I'm older, I realize M made me feel wrong, stupid as a kid. We never held hands because mine were sweaty. I lost my Spanish because she only wanted to speak English. Later, she wanted to learn because her boyfriend spoke Spanish. We joined step together. She quit and I continued. I always wanted to do things together as BFFs would, but felt like I had to initiate everything. Whenever she needed me, I was there. She broke her arm. I was at the hospital as soon as my sister could drive me. But that love was never reciprocated. In our entire friendship, eight years, I had one singular crush while she was a serial dater. My crush happened to be her guy friend, and I talked about him a couple times because I liked him. Well, her little sister told me, M, said I was being annoying, and that's all I ever talked about. While our whole friendship, I had to hear her talk about boys and never once complained. So when we got older, I was tired of being her doormat, so I ghosted her. I always felt guilty of doing so, but I need to know if I am a bad person, friend. Because in 2016, when we were no longer friends, I was in a car accident, and she reached out. I hung up on her, and that was the last time we talked. If we were allowed more words, I would tell you all about all the boy situations. Well, you can call in or write in another time. Wow. This took some turns. Mm-hmm. It did. Because I was like, eh, this seems fine. Yeah, we love but, ghosting. Yeah. I don't think that you're wrong. I think the dramatic hanging up after you get in a car accident. Yeah. I don't think that you're wrong. I think that like more than anything, like this probably was like a accumulation of so, so, so much mm-hmm. that sometimes like we don't speak up as things happen and then you just snap and you're totally done. Right. And that's what it seems like this is. So I think if like we boil it down to like, if we take all of that out, if we boil it down to 
okay, you talked about her friend who was a crush who you like liked and she was annoyed by it. So then you ghosted her and then she called you and you got in a car and you hung up. Like that makes you sound like an asshole. But I don't think that you are. I don't think you are either. Like you said, it's an accumulation of a lot of things. But also, why did her sister tell you this? Did she have her sister do it so that it would let you down like a little easy and then and then she wouldn't have to say it herself that you were being annoying to her? Also, like, does she like the guy? Right. Because like, yeah, some people can be annoying when they like talk about how much like they really like someone. But who who cares? I mean, I will say I don't mean this in a mean way at all. And I'm not on her side. You ever have that one friend who like only is obsessed with like one person Mm -hmm. and is so, 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 so like that's it like forever. And it's kind of like, oh, my God, make a move or don't like you got you got it. Like, come on, let's get let's get to this. Or also, since it was her friend, maybe she knew that he didn't like you back and it just, like, got annoying to her. Yeah. Imagine. It's been years now and they're, like, married. Oh, gosh. I know. She's like, hey, heard you got in a car accident. Also, me and Joe are married. I'm pregnant. We've got a kid on the way. Trauma. I mean, granted, I definitely, I knew someone like this in high school who I was friends with and she was like obsessed with this one guy and then I hooked up with him and she was so mad. And then he told her and I was like, why would you do that? He was the drama. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was wrong. Granted, he was like one of the only people I've ever kissed that I was like, I'd like to have sex. like such a good kiss that you're like. Oh, yeah. I've had one of yeah. those. Someone that I wasn't necessarily attracted to uh-huh. like 100%, but then they just like kissed me in a way that I was like, oh, we're going to bang. Yeah. And in the words of Love Island, the term they use for that, fanny flutters. Mm. He gave me fanny flutters. Okay. And he did. He did. He's a short king. (laughs) (laughs) Not really my type at all. Yeah, it it was a big shock. Yeah. So final conclusion for me, I don't think that you were wrong in this situation. It was a little dramatic, I will say. Yeah. I think you're feeling guilty because she did reach out to you in a time where she thought you needed something. But if you didn't need anything from her and you were over the friendship, you're not wrong. No, I'm with you. I think that you're not wrong in this situation at all. If you weren't meaning to cause drama, then I do think you were wrong because this is this is some intentional pot stirring drama you went out with a a bang Mm -hmm. and as a leo i i respect that if that was if that was the goal then you succeeded i hope you weren't injured oh yeah and write in again and tell us about the boy stuff and we'll let you know yeah maybe you were the villain here we've got some code names for this we have the writer who's writing in that's what writers do sarah and then friend (laughs) rachel (laughs) and then we have the boy in question is justin And then Rachel's roommate slash Sarah's friend, Sarah again is the writer, is named Diana. I became friends with Rachel around a year before this happened, and we instantly became best friends like we did everything together. Couldn't find one of us without the other. I started talking to her guy friend, Justin, who had recently been dumped by his girlfriend. We hooked up for around two months, and I really liked him. It seemed like it was going somewhere, and then his girlfriend found out about me, got jealous, and wanted to get back together. I was understandably heartbroken, but I got back on my hoe shit and was good eventually. 
Rachel really supported me through that heartbreak, or so I thought, but she was actually talking mad shit about me to Justin and his friends. I found out that she was sharing intimate details about my eating issues and my depression with Justin and his friends. She dropped me as a friend when I confronted her about this, and while it hurt, I felt like we both needed space and would come back together as friends later. About a month of Justin and his girlfriend dating again, she broke up with him. He took it really hard. Diana was Rachel's roommate at this time, and a couple of days after Justin and his girlfriend broke up, she heard noises coming from Rachel's room. Rachel was hooking up with Justin, despite knowing that I really liked him. When Diana confronted Rachel about it, Rachel showed no shame and said that they had sex. Diana told me that this happened a couple of days later, and at that point, I was like, hmm, what's one more slap in the face? About six months later, Justin reached back out to me and I met up with him to talk. I asked him about him and Rachel having sex and he said categorically they didn't have sex. She gave him head, but they did not have sex. I've confirmed from multiple sources that they didn't have sex and I fully believe him. Eventually, Justin and I started dating and we have been together for around two years now. This girl was entirely cut out of his life before we even started talking again. To this day, I consider what Rachel did to be the worst thing anyone has ever done to me, and I know deep in my soul I will never forgive her. Even if I ever did forgive her, I wouldn't reach out to tell her that. It would just be something I knew for myself. Am I wrong for forgiving Justin but not forgiving Rachel? <laughs> I I got a question. What who are these multiple sources? Like, were they in the room? <laughs> I know. Were they looking? I know. Was there video? Was the video sent? Who are these sources? I also just like, it's 2021. Why are we trusting? I mean, okay, so here's what I'll say. Like, he is something to like. He is something to gain by lying. She didn't. Yeah, that kind of a thing. So I don't want to like throw a wrench in your relationship to be like, he was lying. Also, like to me, sex is sex. That's what. Yeah, I'm like, sex is like. I personally think head is way more. Right. If I want to have sex. If it's with a guy that I don't care that much about, I'm less likely to give him. Well, also, like, I don't, like, know you intimately. I don't know, like, where your dick has been. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. And, like, I can't taste it if it's, like, in my vagina. Right. So, like, what's this doing for me? Yeah, you might throw off my pH a bit (laughs) and, like, I might get a little yeasty, but, like, I'm not going to, like, be, like, deep-throating dry mac and cheese. So, okay, Here's the thing. (laughs) I think that like, it's your prerogative. You can forgive whoever you want to forgive. And yeah, Rachel was your friend for like a year before this happened. But I think you had to make her the villain because you forgave him. And I think that if you had not chosen to forgive him, you might have been able to forgive her and have that conversation. Like there was a way to categorize someone as the villain and you chose her. I'm not saying that she's not the villain, but I think in order to probably like sleep at night and feel comfortable in your relationship, you have to believe that like she was the aggressor and the instigator in all of this stuff. And like she was the liar and, you know, all of that because it's basically her word against his. I personally think that like friends do owe us more. It sounds like she was probably incredibly jealous of you. I don't think that she's just like that horrible or maybe she is that horrible. I don't know. I'm torn because if I was in the situation, like I would definitely be like, fuck Rachel. Like that was like the worst thing anyone has ever done to me. But I think that it is hard to fully forgive your partner and totally move on from all of this while Holding a grudge against somebody else. 
you know, like, and I think the part at the end where you were like, even if I did forgive her, I wouldn't reach out to help. Like, it's a part of your relationship in your story. And like, that's basically like how you got ended up like, you know, getting together and all of that. You're still thinking about it now. So you still feel some type of way about it. So in this situation, I don't think there's anyone wrong here. But also, why would you forgive him and not her? I think they're equally wrong and equally right. And I think that you've just chosen to believe him. I would also say, here's me throwing in some advice here. There seems to be a lot of women villains in this story of like his ex-girlfriend got jealous, wanted to get back together, blah, blah, blah. I think it's we as women need to like, yes, have high standards for like the women we surround ourselves with. But like, I am done with this whole like, boys just get swept up into it. Like they have no idea what they're doing. It's like, if she's going to talk shit about like your mental health, like eating disorder to like him and his friends, they are complicit for listening and being a part of said conversations. Mm -hmm. And like, it takes two to participate in that kind of stuff. So I think that they are both equally at fault and equally wrong. But you want to be with him and that's like the relationship that's the most valuable to you and that's your prerogative. So I think that the best thing for you in the long run, like life-wise, emotionally, is like forgiving her. And I think that'll be the best outcome of your relationship. Right. That's where I kind of land. Yeah, I agree. And I don't think like if you forgive her that you have to tell her. I think you are holding a slight grudge against him maybe. Yeah. Well, because I think like if this is always in the back of your head. Yeah. You said like I to this day, I consider Rachel did me to the worst thing anyone has ever done to me. And I just want to know is what Justin did at least second. Right. (laughs) Because like it's also just head like even in that situation, he's still getting more of it, more out of it than she is. Simultaneously, like I kind of think that part is very much on like a fault of him and really on him that I would be like, I wouldn't date him after that, you know, because like they both hurt you and they both participated equally. And so I think if that if what Rachel did is going to be the worst thing ever, where's Justin fall in that, you know, Mm -hmm. friendship breakup like that's what sometimes it happens. And sometimes they suck the dicks of dicks. You would not like them to suck. (laughs) (laughs) It happens. Okay. All right. So let's take a little break right here and we'll be back in a few. Woo! Today's episode is brought to you by a sponsor we love, 310 Nutrition. 310 Nutrition is helping us, you, our listeners, in the new year with protein and superfood rich products with so many options and flavors for your personal preferences. They're adding new products all of the time and I just got my, I mean, I didn't just get my package. I just got a a, a secondary of my package and I, as someone who needs electrolytes to function, there it's like elixir from the gods i cannot sing their praises enough specifically the cucumber flavor of this electrolyte mix is delicious like it's it's so good i've even like had it on like ice and been like i'm drinking like a drink drink like you can throw a little straw in there and it's it's delicious it's so good and i just i love they're filled with so many great ingredients that really help if you're like me and you like, you know, medically need some electrolytes, but also if you're working out, if you're sweating, hot summer day, you're going to an amusement park, you're on your feet for a long period of time, all of that. Um, most of us are not 
getting the electrolytes we need. Yeah, I drink mine specifically when I am working out. It's my beverage while I'm working out. I just take one stick of the hydrate, mix it in with my bottle of water. 16 ounces of water can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water if you got that hydrate in there. They also have the all-in-one shakes, which I absolutely love. I'm running low, so I got to get some more. But um, I love the chocolate bliss the vanilla cream the caramel sundae i have all three of those flavors sometimes i mix and match them sometimes i'll use it when i'm baking or i'll just drink it straight and it is they're so good they have a triplex protein blend plant-based proteins that include pea brown rice and pumpkin that makes it so delicious you can get fiber and superfood blends with more than 25 organic fibers and superfoods blended into one easy, delicious shake. And they also have three tins, four shake flavor starter kit, which lets you sample all the flavors for only $9. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with Don't Blame Me and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and super easy to put together an order, or you can start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code Blame Me right now for 50% off up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code blame me. In our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books. So we're so excited about book of the month because this is something that our listeners are going to love. This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a, a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available and I, I, I love I love everything about it. So I'm so excited uh, for someone who like, <laughs> you know, the ease of getting into a book, a lot of it can feel like really daunting. So to have like a service where it's like you're going to get like high quality hardcover books, which that's my preferred way to read at incredible prices, but also curated. So it's like amazing, cool, wonderful, great. This is it's kind of like a a straight shot into that and something that book of the month you can do over and over and over again. And one of the great things about it is the longer you are part of the program, the cheaper the books get. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors. One of the amazing things about Book of the Month is that every aspect of Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. First of all, the books come in a bright blue box, which is very pretty. Me and Megan were just talking about them. There's also a fun app to pick your books and track reading progress and as well there are reading challenges and rewards and book of the month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next which for me is like the biggest hurdle i love when other people make choices for me especially when they're good choices and i'm like cool i can trust you so each month the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from all of the books are so good you can't go wrong and i mean that wholeheartedly when we were picking like our selects for this i was like this I like all of them this is hard and I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like okay so these are like my top ones I'm assuming they will be yours so don't pick the same one as me so then we can swap afterwards and that's what we did so we got the ministry of time by Killian Bradley and we also received the return of Ellie Black by Emiko Jean the ministry of time is like people are calling it like if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books it's quoted from town and country saying it's really innovative fun storytelling the ministry of time is definitely for you 
and listed it as 45 of the must-read books for spring 2024. And then Harper's Bazaar also said part time travel romance, part spy thriller, and 100% multifaceted joyride. <gasps> when I tell you that, I was like, sold. We're also excited about the return of Ellie Black. And this one is about a missing girl who returns, but that isn't the end of the story. It's only the beginning. We both like a, a, a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since Detective Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes. Ever since, Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls. But happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work, which that sounds so intriguing. And I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait. And we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor. And we know y'all are already going to love this. Plus, we've been recommended this so many times. Mm -hmm. So I, I we, we've already got fans in you. Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com and you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is your first book, $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS. back from our break so this one's a little juicy okay short and juicy it's love it's like you <laughs> oh good one meg <laughs> <laughs> so this one is uh so okay here we go two years ago i started to date my current boyfriend and he's the ex-lover of my friend friends in not very close. We are in the same group, but never did something, just the two of us. But they never really dated, more like sex buddies. And of course, she is not happy. I get that. But she treats me like a piece of shit and talks behind my back. The last time she slept with him was five years ago, and she still blames me that it never worked out. Even though I wasn't even in the picture until two years ago, she thinks I'm the villain and treats me like it. So, of course, I kind of think that, too. Now I would like to hear your opinion. Ooh. This is funny to me. This is funny to me. Here's the thing. There is this, like, common through line of, like, women are crazy. Like, that, and I'm like, what have these men told her? Like, what, who has told her what? Yeah. Because, like, sure, I, there is, like, a small percentage of people who, like, out of thin air, like, create these, like, hypotheticals, like, all of that kind of stuff. But, you know, I'm like, what have you been told? Right. So they hooked up five years ago. The writer said she's only been in the picture <laughs> for two years. Even before she even entered the picture, there was a three-year gap where they weren't even touching each other. And the ex-fuck buddy is, like, pining for him, I guess, and thinks that, you know what, I'm going to have a chance during those three years. It is very weird. I mean, I get, like, in the sense that, like, you you and the ex-fuck buddy are, you say that you're in the same, like, friend group. Mm -hmm. So, like... Maybe this was like a doodling the name on like the notebook kind of thing. Or you know how like sometimes guys will say something that like we hear what we want to hear, but they also are not good at like Moss does this, but like in like a, a very different thing. So I'll ask him like what time he's getting home from golf. And he's like, oh, I'll be home at like noon. And I'm like, no, what time are you going to be home? He's like, yeah, like, like like noon, like afternoon. And I go afternoon, like 3 p.m. Probably. And I'm like, so why did you say noon? And he was like, well, no, it's just, 
the after and it's like trying to make something sound like better and like not being specific so to potentially not have disappointment where I'm like no I'm just gonna be annoyed if I think you're coming home at noon because Mm -hmm. of your specific selective word choice and you come home at three so like did he say something to her that was like you know or like maybe he ended the fuck buddy thing being like you know I just like don't think it's the right time and like place for us but who knows maybe a couple years down the road or like one time in passing said like I could see us ending up together or like it's just not the clean like fucking Chandler and Janice breaking up and like ending in friends like there is just like the door is like always left open but I'm just like did you know like was she like in love with him Uh, like, did you know like she clearly is but like did you were you ever made aware like did she ever like say like I'm like in love with my fuck buddy she's never they never even hung out (laughs) one-on-one together so she would have had to declare this in the group to me that doesn't sound so far-fetched for how the how the reaction is but like they're all in the same group. That's kind of how you pick the next person you're going to date because you Literally. get to know them as a friend. I think that this ex-lover, as it was put <laughs> in this, I think they're the villain. I think so, too. Yeah. I don't think that you're the villain at all. I don't think you're wrong at all. And I think imagine having to like listen to her explain it to make it seem like you were the villain to somebody else. It's like, so her boyfriend and I actually hooked up five years ago and like, yeah now like she like stole him from me it's like oh my god so you guys were dating and she started dating no I mean like well how long have they been dating two years oh so didn't even know each other so there was no crossover like there were years in between yeah who was he fucking during those years (laughs) did you like what are they or did they get in the way or did we have some like celibate years like what (laughs) like what that's so weird yeah you are not wrong at all she is she is fully in the wrong here but here's the thing it is kind of like you are the main character if you are someone's villain i'm just laughing though but like imagine some girl that mods hooked up with in college like just some random girl that he hooked up in college like they were fuck buddies for a while and then years later you didn't go to the college with them at all Uh then you guys got together and she was like you ruined it for us Welcome to me and one of Mott's other guy friends, his now wife, us at every wedding we go to because we're the only like, I think out of almost almost everyone in their whole group, we're the only ones who aren't college girlfriends. And the amount of dirty looks we have gotten from girls that we're both like, huh? And I'm racking my brain and I'm going, well, I know like the girlfriend that he had in college and she's not here and he didn't have any other like, like, and we both have like me and this friend of mine have like both been at the bar being like, I can feel the eyes. Like I can feel the eyes on me. And I'm like, but at least that is like, those are heightened emotional situations, but it does happen. Yeah. It's just uncalled for. Move on. No, it truly is. Like, I think, like, you should not be bold enough to have those feelings publicly and sober. Like, that is, like, you're drunk at a wedding and you're sad. Mercury's in retrograde. You're on your period. Like, your emotions are running high. That should be it. But again, if you are the villain in someone's story, like, you are the main character. Yeah. They think about you a lot. And that... It's flattering. It's very flattering, but it's like you have the energy to think about me this much. Go get a life. I I kind of love that, though. Like the people who will message me on Instagram from like burner accounts that they don't follow me and they don't follow anyone on, but they'll respond to like every single one of my stories. I'm like, I live in your head rent free. 
or people who will like message me about something I posted. Like, I've been thinking about the thing that you said like three weeks ago and I just need to message you. I'm like, three whole weeks? I've been on your mind this whole time? Like, wow, no wonder I've been exhausted and running through your mind all day. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is my last one. This one is so good. Please prepare yourself, everybody. I have the perfect story for you. This is what they said, and they're not wrong. In my summer going into senior year of high school, I lost my virginity in my friend Judy's basement. It was a back storage room on an old couch, and if you can't tell, it wasn't a great situation. I apologized in the morning and insisted I clean up the couple of tiny drops of blood that got on the cushion. Judy told me that they would just flip the cushion and that it was being thrown out anyways. Months later, out of the blue, Judy texts me saying I'm a nasty bitch and all of these horrible things and said I needed to come over and clean her couch. I said no because she told me it was fine and I wasn't going to go get berated in person. I told Judy if she wanted me to clean it, she had to bring the cushion to school knowing that she never would. She claimed she was going to do so, so I didn't go to school, naturally, and I've never heard anything about her bringing it. I lost all my friends at this time and I've always reflected back so sadly on it but I do also fear that it could have really been all me. <laughs> the image of someone walking into school with a couch cushion with little tiny drops of blood. I just want to say that's such a power move to be like, I'm not going to I'm not going to come over there and clean it, like bring it to school. Like that to me is just such like a arms cross, like bring it to school. Come on, bring it to school. Are you going to bring it to school? Bring it to school. And knowing she's not going to bring it to school. When she told you that they were throwing the couch out, how did she say it? Was she mad? Like, uh, just forget it. We're going to throw the couch out. Or she's like, mm, forget it. We're, we're going to throw the couch out. I'll just flip the cushion. Yeah. She said, we'll just flip the cushion. It's being thrown out anyways. But was it like a, oh, we'll just, we're, we'll just flip the cushion because it's going to be thrown out anyways. So here's my thing. I will die on this hill. I will take people for what they say yeah. at face value, even if I know that's not what they mean. And then like, I'm not going to do that in the context of like, if my friend is like really upset about something, but like, I mean, to be fair, I kind of will. If someone's really upset, they're like, no, 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 nothing's wrong. I'll be like, are you sure? Do you want to talk about it? And if I get a second time, like, no, 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 I don't, I'm good. Then I'm like, okay, you're going to come to me and talk to me about it when you're ready. I'm not going to push it or be like, no, 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 come on, come on, come on, come on. Cause that's, I hate when people do that to mm -hmm. me. So even if she said it in like a, like the most dramatic, like, oh, it's fine. I mean, it looks like a, someone was murdered on this like lazy boy, but oh, I'll just flip it over and burn the couch tomorrow. Like, I'd be like, okay, great. Sounds like an awesome plan. Let me know if you want me to bring some marshmallows to roast over that fucking shit. <laughs> like, fuck off. Like, if you're going to be like that, like, whatever. I do think that, like, if it was me and they were, like, very upset suddenly, I would not have had the backbone to be like, no, I'm not going to come. I would have been like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Okay, cool. I'll come clean it. Right. Like, I'll totally do that. So I think it was like high school time. So I do wonder if like something happened and it was like, like they got in trouble for it or like they were giving the couch to someone or it was deemed, like something was happening that like she got in trouble. Mm -hmm. And then it was like, this isn't even my fault. This is your fault. And you should have insisted to clean. Like this, this could have been avoided if like all of this didn't happen. So I think that like, the doubling down and not cleaning it is a power move. That's not what I would have done unless I really didn't give a shit about this like person or the friend. You know what I mean? Like right. if I cared about the friendship, I would have cleaned the cushions because I don't know how long it's been for you since looking back on this, but like 
as a third party perspective, like choosing to not, this is like not, this is like the high school version of not inviting someone to your wedding. Like this is the nail in the coffin. Like I would have told you back then, like you either clean the cushions or you say goodbye to this friendship, you know? Yeah, I agree. I would have done one of two things. <laughs> I either would have flipped the cushion before she even saw it. Oh, I would have, I would have 100% done it. <laughs> or I would have cleaned it again before she would have seen it both i would have done either one i don't think that it should have been brought to her attention until it was you had tried to do some things to get it out maybe you didn't know where their cleaning supplies were maybe that's what you were like on the way to go but like i will say in the initial situation i think that you were wrong Mm -hmm. but then after she told you that it was fine and you left and then brought it up later she was wrong Yeah, I very much agree with that. I'm curious that like the losing all friends, is that like, was that in relation to this? this? Because I think this is one of those stories that when you tell it, both of you can sound like you're in the right and both of you can sound like you're in the wrong. And that just comes like based on who's telling it. Because yeah, like I think that I would have done exactly that. I would have, I would have done more before But I think even afterwards, I don't think it's like fair for someone to kind of complete like flip from what they have like said before and then be like really, really mean to you and like berate you and all of that kind of stuff. But I don't think you should have like um, insisted on cleaning it. Like that's a mean person to do that to you. But it does make sense to me that like they are not going to be friends with you anymore. Because if you make that much of a stink too, like how do you come back from it on her end? Right. You know? I don't think it was all you. I don't think you missed out on like a perfect, amazing, wonderful friendship anyways. But also, I want to know what was going on with the other friends. Yeah, like that to me seems... Like, were you treating them in a certain type of way? Because that might change my verdict here. Or is it like the mob mentality of like picking sides and that kind of stuff? And also, if you were the only two people there for that initial exchange, but like the other exchange happened via phone or text message people see that stuff and then it's like whoa that seems like very extreme and intense or whatever but yeah I mean this is one of those things that I'm like if you at any point in your life you're like I feel like I should reach out say something to them and see what's happening but the amount of bodily fluids on basement couches (sighs) parents should have known by putting that down there yeah you know yeah maybe it should be leather always wipe clean I'm guessing it was an old couch that they had upstairs and then moved it downstairs. I would guess so, too. But yeah, I don't think you're wrong. So now we have our fourth segment, but are they wrong? So we're each going to nominate our favorite argument or feud or just drama in pop culture at the moment. Or, hey, if you want to do something historical, go back into the archives, go for it. And then we're going to decide if they were right or they were wrong. So do you have... One was yours current. Mine is current. Okay. Have you heard about this alleged cult on TikTok called Daddy's Girls? This woman named Angela. Is it your mother? No, it's definitely not my mom. <laughs> oh, no. So sorry, Angela. <laughs> <laughs> and they started this group called Daddy's Girls, and Angela is daddy. And she makes these women essentially worship her on TikTok. And talk about how great she is. And they send her money. And she tells them that they belong to her and no one else. Meanwhile, she has 
a it's either wife or girlfriend. This is currently happening now. Like it's like big on TikTok. I would love to understand how people can feel. And this is like no knock to like anyone's whatever. But like, I would think in the sense of like, I know about like financial like dominance, mm-hmm. like in paying someone and all of that. But like, you know, the owning of someone online, like where where is the sexual, gra- you know? Mm-hmm. And she's also apparently like pretending to be a stud and she's not actually a stud in real life, but does it on TikTok. What? And, like, they'll get on TikTok, like, a do it. I don't know how you do it. And they, like, say, like, this is what I want. This is, she's who I belong to. It's wild. I mean, like, sure. But, I mean, there's so many, like, different, like, sexual fetishes and that Mm -hmm. stuff that, like, my mind goes to, I feel like there's a way to do this exact same thing that's, like, more sexually gratifying, whether that's, like, in, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. in, like, a relationship and like having like a dom in that sense but well, i guess she does that's the thing is she allegedly does is that in her relationship with her partner yeah it's the opposite that her partner is like quote unquote the original daddy oh as like, like a cult member mm-hmm. i feel like it would take some in-person clit work for me to get off versus just sending like money and like duetting on tiktok but hey they're like you know it works for some people i can't imagine and this is just in my bubble so like anyone correct me but like you would be giving all of this money and doing all this stuff that like what were you promised out of this and is it living up to like what that's the thing Mm. is that that they're being they're being promised that they'll meet her in person and it's not happening but they're still like very devoted to her well, then that, be, that just sounds like a manipulative, abusive kind of right. relationship. I am all for, like, scamming men out of money. Stop scamming women out of money. We don't make as much as men. Oh. You know? Yeah. And she's also apparently targeting oh, no. a specific type of woman. What's the? BBWs. Okay. Oh, also, she makes them get tattoos, too. <gasps> like, branded? Yes. Like, a cult. Again, if I'm getting branded someone's eating my pussy like wow she also like allegedly tells them when to wake up and when to go to sleep if she texts them when they're supposed to be awake and they don't text her back she'll make them send her money wow i mean to be fair like i'm more okay with like her doing that than like a straight white dude doing that you know it's still disgusting i think it definitely still is in that sense but like there are these people who get off on this kind of stuff. But like, I would be really curious what the BDSM and like Dom sub community thinks about Mm -hmm. this kind of stuff because there's so much of like the talk of portrayal in media in general and also like how for so long there is such a stigma against it because people have like just abusers have co-opted and like disguised their abuse under BDSM or like sub Dom stuff that like it's not that but also with that there's still a free will within it and it seems like that these women don't have free will no there's also like a hierarchy so like in their profiles on tiktok depending on how many yellow hearts that means like what level you're at this to me seems like a cult hidden under the dom sub Mm -hmm. genre people are calling it a cult as they should right wow 
So, oh my God, someone got Angela's name tattooed after knowing her for only a week. A lot of, there's a lot of women that have done this. And they're like, a lot of them are so deep into it, like they don't care. Wow. I'm a little offended that nobody's ever tried to recruit me for a call. You probably have been. I just I've missed told it. you this, yes. Else you don't go anywhere. That is true. All right, what do you have? Okay. <laughs> Mine There's is... There's so many this week. There's so many. But mine is the saga of Olivia Munn and John Mulaney. Oh, okay. So I don't know if... Just to give like a quick recap, if anybody's been living under a rock, John Mulaney relapsed and went to rehab. There is like... Uh, I think it's on Seth Meyers. He came back from rehab and he was doing damage control. So if you want to hear the alleged timeline, it's one of those things that like you can hear someone telling a story and I'm like, you're telling it like you're trying to spin this in the best possible angle. And like, not only can I tell that like you're fudging stuff, but even like you could only get so far away from the truth while making this like that could that so easily proved wrong that like this is still not good. So he filed him and his Current, his wife filed for divorce and their backstory is that they never very publicly have stated that they never wanted to have kids. And that was like not a part of their life plan. Right. And so the timeline of when Olivia Munn and him got together, there's also some like Twitter stuff about how she like was messaging him before they like, I think she like met even at his like wedding, like just a lot of like messy, messy stuff that led to them getting together in like clearly not when he was separated from his wife like there's some there's some overlap and also like through in the throngs of like dealing with like addiction and like relapse and getting like working on getting sober again then she is pregnant which also when they announced how many months pregnant she is I was like this is going to be like that episode in Modern Family where Elizabeth Banks plays Cam and Mitch's friend oh my gosh she was like she's the greatest character it's so funny where she was like I'm only four months pregnant and then her like and they were like uh and she's like yeah like because he is the father like I'm only four months pregnant her like water breaks in that episode yeah and was was it in the at their wedding yeah yeah and I was like it's giving that so I don't know if you read Dumois which is like the anonymous like Instagram account that does spottings and stuff and allegedly they have since broken up what yes oh shit uh-huh so his ex-wife Anna Marie Ten- Tendler she's on TikTok and it's like she knew I think it was probably within like a week that she just started posting these like really cute TikToks that are like very funny being like wow like wife material I want to like she's amazing and it's just like her basically coming back into her like thriving like dealing with all of this stuff but like it's not about that but you can just like she's got that like glow she has that glow of like I mourned this relationship I've put in the work and like I'm hot and I'm funny and like I am fantastic and so like there's this rise all the while everything to the right is essentially kind of crumbling and I just think that it is justice being served and hilarious specifically because in the deep dive (laughs) that I did on Olivia Munn, who I like don't usually love to talk shit about celebrities who aren't like if you're an anti-vaxxer or you're like a like a racist, a republic, like totally. But like anytime else, I'm like, this might fuck me up in my career. Like if I have no reason, but she has always been someone who I have just not liked. She has 
that quality that you and I have talked about where we predicted Leah Michelle. We have a couple of other ones that yeah. we're not going to divulge to all of you, but like when they eventually, inevitably something happens, we're going to be like, check now. Yep. We knew. Always felt that way. And there's another podcast called Celebrity Memoir Book Club. And I found them on TikTok and they read celebrity memoirs. Her memoir is the definition of I'm not like other girls. Oh, yeah. Just the cover of it. Uh-huh. It's her. I've never read it, but it's memorable to, memorable to me because she's wearing like a Wonder Woman shirt, right? Mm -hmm. And it's called Suck It Wonder Woman. It gives me the same vibe the first time I saw Rachel Hollis's book that said, Girl, Wash Your Face. And I was like, shut the fuck up. Who right. the fuck is this bitch? Like, fuck off. Her entire book is like so wildly fat phobic. She's like suggests that like she's going to run for president and she is not. Go she's going to get rid of anyone who has uses motorized transportation. Any fat person uses motorized transportation and build a tunnel that is exclusively for fat people where they have to walk underground. What? Uh -huh. This is in her book. In her book. In and she thought that was OK. And her, every, apparently, and everybody thought it was okay as well. And then like, but also simultaneously then does like, I'm also going to have like pie becomes its own food group. And every day we're forced to eat pie. So I'm like, oh, it's one of those big things of being like, I'm just like other, like I, burgers, pizza, like eating lots of food, but only if you're skinny like me, like that aspect oh, of gosh. it. She also had this like tweet that like literally I saw two days ago that someone quote tweeted being like, might want to delete this. And it was like her using the, our slur to specifically talk about like someone who it won like a prom queen or like homecoming queen or whatever that says that like oh I guess anyone who's an R can just like that's the success of how you can become prom queen like it's just a like whatever it was like so 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 horribly offensive as well and I think that they are all in the room I don't think anybody is going to like necessarily disagree with all of this but the whole thing of like don't be so invested in like other like celebrities lives and all of that like no no I'm not crying or anything like that. It is just enjoyable to sit back, relax, and watch people set their own lives on fire. And I don't think I'm wrong for that. Jesus. I didn't know any of this happened. Uh -huh. I mean, I knew about him going to rehab and then her being pregnant, but I didn't know anything after that. Yeah. I think that like, you know, theme of the episode, like I'm not one for casting like women as like the villain automatically in a, these kinds of situations and that stuff. But I'm like, a mess and a half and you also have to be like a, a specific kind of like self-righteous human to think that like the suggestions and basic requirements of like sobriety of like not being in relationships and all of that stuff because it's detrimental to the other person you have to be like a certain kind of self-obsessed to think that doesn't apply to me I'm actually helpful I'm going to be doing all of these wonderful helpful things like I'm better than that I'm going to then get pregnant it's just like huh Uniquely cruel. Poor baby. Yeah. I have a friend that's a John Mulaney stan, and I want to get their take on this. I was not. I mean... I it, don't think he's funny. I think he's definitely funny, but like... It's like a shtick that he just keeps doing over. It was like funny the first time. Yeah. I don't tend to... Here's my misandry for the day. I don't tend to like really gravitate towards male comedians in general. And I think like it's great for having some of his comedy... I mean, he's done the whole like, my wife is like, what a nag. But he's done like a lot of like the, my wife is amazing. She's great. She's like the best kind of stuff. And I just kind of think that I'm like, I don't want to praise a comedian who has also definitely done that kind of like, my wife's an ag to then being like praising his wife, now ex-wife in comedy specials. But like, he's the best guy ever. So much better than other comics. And I'm like, what? 
No. Nope. Nope, 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 nope. Nope, nope, nope. But he is friends with Seth Meyers and you know how I feel about Uh. Seth Meyers. But I wish him nothing but like great things on his recovery and all of that and wish him lots of therapy. And I wish that child lots of therapy as well. well. And I wish that they grow up in a loving home. Yeah. And I ultimately wish Anna Marie Tendler and Petunia, her dog, happiness, wealth, a hefty divorce settlement, and the constant feeling and knowing that she is not in the wrong. This is one of those things that I think that like, it's kind of like if you save someone's life, you get into like a, not that I necessarily, I don't think, no, know if I believe in heaven, but I used to say like, if you save someone's life, as long as you don't kill anybody else, you get an automatic fast pass. Like fast <laughs> pass to fucking have. For her, I'm like, I think that you've dealt with as much as you need to deal with in your life and it's just coasting from here. So, well, the well, drama. Well. All right. So that's it for our episode. How did we all enjoy the first one? Did we like it? Well, if you liked it, uh, please go leave a review. We um, are just starting, so we don't have any reviews. And it's super, super helpful, especially with brand new podcasts to have good reviews so we can, you know, secure some sponsors, like get all of that stuff so we can continue making it. And we want to hear from all of you. So we're going to have the surveys linked in the show notes and also over on our socials so we can get your input for all of this. And if you want to write us in, for an upcoming segment, send us an email. Where where should they send that email they to? They should send that email to butamirongpod at gmail.com. We're standing by. <laughs> we are eagerly waiting. We will circle back. Well, thank you guys for listening. Um, where can they check you out? Oh, all of my socials. At Megan Ranks, my YouTube channel, everywhere. I also have a book. If you're not special, check it out. If you're a casting director, please cast me. I'm available. And uh, go, we have another podcast. Don't blame me. Yeah. So you can check me out. My socials. She is not Melissa everywhere. Also for my company, Diamond Imprint Production. There's no I in the in part, just an M. Also, if you are the head writer of General Hospital, I would like to write an episode. Thank you. Oh my God, perfect. Wow. We have a lot. To, we're, we're looking forward to hearing from all of you. Mm-hmm. And uh, we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. But Am I Wrong is a production by me, Megan Rinks. And me, Melissa DeMonts, plus Diamond Imprint Productions. Post-production by Coco Lorenz. And production assistance by Melanie D. Watson.